A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Dori Shafrir. And I'm Kate Spencer. And we are not experts. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. We do. And to talk to us about serums, you can call us and leave us a voicemail at 781-591-0390. You can also text us at that number. You can also email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. Com. And as a reminder, everything we mention on the show is always on our website, forever35podcast.com. So if you're looking for links to any products we mention or a book or whatever, it's on our website. Just click on over to the episodes tab and you will get everything you need to know. You can follow us on Twitter at forever35pod and on Instagram at forever35podcast. And you can join the Forever 35 Facebook group where the password is serums and we have a reddit a subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash forever 35 we are not the uh, mods of that subreddit but i like to give people a uh, facebook alternative so if you want to chit chat with your fellow forever 35 listeners on a non-facebook platform head on over 
See you there. See you there. Well, you won't see Kate there. I just don't check Reddit. And also I have such a, a aversion to social media, anything that it's hard for me to kind of do it. But but you'll see lots of other people there, which is you very will. cool. You will. Um, so Dory, we did want to flag for everyone listening that this episode is coming out on Wednesday, November 4th, the day it's following true. the 2020 presidential election. But we are actually recording this on Friday, October 30th. We are. And that means we don't know what is going on right now in the United States of America. Um, we are not going to be talking about it on this episode. And, and we, don't, we don't have a crystal ball. We, I wish I did, Dory. It would make me make my anxiety. You know, should I ask my psychiatrist for a crystal ball to help yes, my anxiety? Ask her for a prescription for a crystal ball. <laughs> Like, hey, I'm having a lot of anxiety about politics. Can you just tell me the future so I can calm down? That would be amazing. Um, but we did we did just want to give you a heads up because, you know, who knows what could be happening. Um, we we will be, I'm sure, talking about what's going on in our country in future episodes. And hopefully we're all doing okay. Gosh, I really hope so. Oh, goodness. But, but uh, we also hope that this episode can be a salve for whatever stress you might be experiencing as uh, in this kind of wake of the election. So, you know, we're going to be talking about serums today and maybe that'll help take your mind off of things. That's what we like to be here for. Yes, we're, we're, we're not afraid to be servicey, as we used to say. Yeah, we want to be a podcast snuggle for you today. <laughs> a podcast snuggle. I love that. Yeah, we're a podcast snuggle today. Which is yeah. why I'm very excited to hear all about. Dory went deep, deep on the Sephora's website today. Well, you know, again, I just wanted to be servicey. I also just want to put in a plug that uh, Caroline from G Thanks Just Bought It went even deeper. And there are a lot of recs for the Sephora sale on the G Thanks website. So Caroline's also if, doing... Oh, Dory, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Oh, it's okay. I was just going to say, so if you want to go even deeper than I went, which is, eh, I'm not that deep, uh, you can head on over to the GThanks website. She also has some amazing holiday gift guides, and I started doing some purchasing off those gift guides last night, so I'm very excited. Of course, I yes. purchased something for myself, but, you know, hey, tis the season. Put on your own oxygen mask first. Buy your own gifts first. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Uh, that's what I always say. Do I? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you say it sometimes. <laughs> I do. Um, so, okay. So the reason we're doing this is because the, the Sephora sale has started. The Sephora holiday sale. It is on through November 9th. There are tiers of discounts. So if you are a beauty insider, which anyone can sign up to be a beauty insider, you get 10% off. If you are a VIB level, you get 15% off. And if you are rouge level, you get 20% off. So look at you rouge people out there. Look at you rougers. I've never made rouge. Have you made rouge? No, I've never made rouge. I think I'm VIB. I'm VIB. Hold on, wait, I'm checking right now because I, I recently made a purchase so I could maintain that status, which felt bonkers. I felt like those people who like go on flights just to maintain yes. their gold status on an airline. You did a you basically did a mileage run. 
Yes, but with products. <laughs> but with products. Which is not, doesn't feel like it's any better, does it? I mean, you know, well, we can't really go anywhere right now. So no. you might as well buy some products. Well, I did. I did, Dory. <laughs> and I'm loving a Fenty concealer. So, you know, it was a good you move. You okay, so love a Fenty concealer. I do now. Who knew? Uh, so take us, take us on a journey, Dory. Let's, let's, okay. you know, we're at a Sephora in our brains and our hearts. We are, we are. Um, so, okay. So first I, I selected a few like super splurge items. I fully acknowledge these are not within the means of most people, including myself, but you know, it's fun to just kind of dream. And look, maybe you are one of the listeners for whom these are within reach or within reach of whoever is getting you holiday gifts. So maybe you want to add them to your list. But I just thought, you know what? These are things that rarely go on sale. And now you can get them at like a little discount, even if they're really expensive. So the first one is the Charlotte Tilbury Advent Calendar, which is $200. And oh my god, it's two hundred dollars. Okay, sorry. It's two hundred dollars, but it comes with a ton of stuff. So it's a mix of skincare and makeup. And it's just, you know, if you're a Charlotte Tilbury fan, I think it's a really it's and it's a beautiful set. I happen to, you know, I've always liked Charlotte Tilbury's lipsticks, but when they advertised on the show, they also sent us some of the skincare that they make now. And I really like the skincare. The The Magic Cream Moisturizer is included in the Advent Calendar. And I thought that that was a really nice product. Big so cult the, fave. Big cult fave. Yes. So there's like, there's lip liner, there's lipstick, there's eyeliner, mascara, mask, an elixir, moisturizer, primer, setting spray, body lotion. Like, there's just... Just a lot happening. And she calls it her bejeweled chest of beauty treasures. <laughs> it comes in a bejeweled, bejeweled chest. chest. Yes, exactly. Mm. All right. So that's the first thing. The okay, second beautiful. thing is even more of a splurge. It is Drunk Elephant's The Trunk 4.0. Oh, my gosh. Oh now, my God. The Drunk Elephant Trunk is like a, like a cult fave product. Not, it's not even a product. It's like a, you know, it's a huge, it's like almost, I think it's almost all of their products in like a mini suitcase, like a little roller a suitcase. Roller. Oh my yes. God. It costs $450. Whoa. So this is not, you know, this is not for the faint of heart, let's say, but it comes with everything comes with the baby facial, the jelly cleanser, the retinol, the C-Firma, the framboose, the marula oil, like everything. And Sephora says, I haven't done the math, but Sephora says it's a $638 value. So again, if you have the cash and you're a drunk elephant fan, maybe this is for you. You know what this also seems like you could do with this is split it amongst friends. Oh, I like the way you think like so you could try all these products but like share the cost and then one person has to fight to get that suitcase because the suit i've never <laughs> seen i've never seen anything like this it comes in a suitcase uh, 
And you would yeah. also obviously have to safely sh- like share the products with each other, you know, like put totally. them into little travel cases, drop them off contactless at each totally. other's homes. <laughs> don't get it twisted. We don't want you breathing oh, in the same God. room as anybody right now. But um, there, you could figure out a way to share these things. Okay, Dory, take us in your last, like, if we my were going to splurge. Yes, my last big ticket item is... The Dyson Air Wrap. I want it. Which is the the base model for like one type of hair is $499. And but they also sell the complete styler for multiple hair types and styles for $549. Uh, if I were to get this, I would just get the volume and shape styler for fine flat hair, but they also have a smooth and control styler for frizz prone hair. And then they also have a limited edition copper gift set. So anyway, so, you know, we have talked about the air wrap. Neither of us owns it. People love it. It's so expensive, but people are obsessed with it. Now, I did hesitate in putting it on the list because I don't think many of us are going anywhere where we would be inclined to style our hair. But, you know... Maybe who you're cares? doing your hair for Zoom and also like, who cares? Maybe you want to do your hair anyway. So again, a big ticket item. But if it's something you were thinking about splurging on anyway, maybe not a bad idea to get it at a slight discount. So, all right. Those that's are my like, splurge items. That's a dream item for me. But as I told you yesterday, I'm thinking of chopping all my hair off. So I feel like I would buy, I know. I would buy this hair wrap and be like, oh my gosh, I just spent all this money on an air wrap and then I'd be like, time to chop all my hair off. What am I going to do well, now? And I, could handle, look, I could give I, it to you. I want you to have hair autonomy, but I did register. I just wanted to register my uh, disagreement with this proposal. I got to get, I got to get this. I, I got to get this hair off my head. Wow. You know, when wow. like you, there's a, you go through a big life change and then you're just like, I've got to cut all my hair off. Yes. I feel like 2020 usually, is. Bad. Usually I'm like, okay, I should I should I should not be impulsive and I should wait. And sometimes I wait and sometimes I don't. And then when I don't, I end up with like bangs and a shag. <laughs> so, uh, that might be my new look. I might get a, my own Meg Ryan circa 1994. Oh my god, what if you got the Rachel? Can you imagine if I brought it back? Or what if you got the Kate Gosselin? Kate, oh Dory, I w- I th- would hope you would fire me from this podcast if I did that. I would be, I would be like, are you doing this ironically? Like, what is happening? <laughs> anyway, sorry, no judgment. Except, I guess I am judging. Um, you can judge me. I allow you. I allow it. Judge me. It's just you know what it is, Kate. It's just that I think your hair looks so nice. Ugh. Thank that you. I was. I was actually. I was, I was I was shocked. You were stunned. That you, I was stunned. I was stunned that you are unhappy with it and that you were considering cutting it off. So that was really where the that was the root of my I think it's um, more just an emotional chop, you know? I, I gotta, get that. I get that. I get I need that. to like Joan Didion like goodbye to all that my hair. Okay, I need you to send me some photos of like hairstyles that you're considering because i cannot picture this i've had chin i'm not gonna like have a a pixie cut i'm more thinking of like a bob like a chin length okay don't worry all right okay good it'll be good 
All right, Dory, give us a couple other hot items that you're looking at for the Sephora sale. So these are all... I just want to say, I didn't go through and pick out like individual lipsticks or anything because I figure people have the things that they like and they're going to get them and that's fine. But I did pick out some gift sets in case people are thinking about buying gifts for themselves or for their loved ones. So the first thing that I picked out is the Youth to the People, the Power of Three Holiday Kit, which is $44. Like all these, all these Prices are pre-discount, I should say. Oh, also. oh, that's nice. Yeah. So this has a full size of the superfood cleanser, which is lovely, and then it has the adaptogen deep moisture cream and the superberry hydrate and glow dream mask. You and I both really like Youth to the People products. Yeah, they're and I, really, I, I like that cleanser a lot. Yeah, and I really like the um the deep the adaptogen deep moisture cream. I think it's a really nice moisturizer. So I thought this was a nice, a nice way to kind of get into the use of the people line. It's also packaged really nicely. It's in a really cute box. Um, so a good gift. Okay, my next suggestion is the Inky List, the Holiday Heroes set. Um, the Inky List was an advertiser on this show briefly. We are big fans of their products. And this is, again, like a nice intro to some of the products in their line. It's $34.99. The Inky List is already very, I think, very well priced. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a huge discount from what you would pay, but it's like nicely packaged and it's cute to get a set. And it comes with their hyaluronic acid. Their vitamin C, their retinol, and their caffeine eye cream. You know who's a big Inky List fan in my home is my husband. Well, maybe he needs the Holiday Heroes well, set. He just recently was like, I'm all out of my skincare. And I was like, oh, well, I'll get you some more. But I, yeah, I, I like their products a lot. And the price point's amazing. Yeah, the price point is, is so, so, so good. Okay, moving on. This next product... It is a single product, but it is very gifty. And it is also a G-Thanks fave. It is the Aquis Waffle Lux Hair Turban. Do you have this? I do not have this. I kind of want... I kind of want... I'm going to add this to my want list. I do too. It's $40. Again, before the discount. And people do love this this hair turban. So... I'm considering getting it too. I will admit, I have a I have a very cheap hair wrap thing that I got that I do like, but you know maybe it's time to level up. I, I say, why not, Dory? Why not? Okay. Next gift set is the Caudalie Vino mm. Source set. Already, you know I love this brand. I'm already moaning in pleasure. I yeah. love their stuff. <laughs> it's it comes in a festive holiday themed Christmas holiday themed box and this set has their instant foaming cleanser their Venosource SOS thirst quenching serum and their Venosource SOS intense moisturizing cream so it's a nice little gimme gimme yeah that thirst quenching serum is really nice Mm -hmm. So I mean, I know it's not in the kit, but get yourself some of that spray. Yeah. I think they might have another 
set that has the spray. They do. They have so they also have a beauty elixir essential mm-hmm. set, which comes with the beauty elixir, um, which is the spray. It also has the foaming cleanser, and it also has a glycolic peel mask. Ooh, that sounds nice. So that's another option for anyone who wants to get on the cowdily train. Toot toot. Me, me. Yeah. I want to get on the cowdily train. And that is $49. Both those sets are $49. All right. All Lastly, right. we have the Biosance Illuminate Overnight Set. I think this is an excellent value. It is $58 and it comes with a full size of the squalene and omega repair cream, which alone costs $58. But the set also comes with the squalene and lactic acid resurfacing night serum, like a a half ounce size. Yeah, that's cute. Um, and then it also has the squalene and marine algae eye cream. I I have the lactic acid resurfa- resurfacing night serum, and I, it's really great. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm, I okay, do. I've never tried it. I use this eye cream, and I really like it. This is what I use every day. Oh well, look at that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Big Biosense babies over here. <laughs> and again, comes in a really cute, festive, non-denominational box, which so. is nice, right? It is Need nice. Not be Kate. denominational. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, before we take a break, do you want to talk a little bit about who we have coming up? Okay. This is a real treat. We talked to Natasha Scott and Justine Kay. They're the hosts of Two Black Girls, One Rose, a Bachelor and Bachelorette podcast. We talked, yes, we dabble in talking about The Bachelorette this season, The Bachelor, how they got started podcasting, reality TV. We talk about skincare, hair care. It's just a real treat. And it was really, really fun to get to talk to them, especially because I personally am following along in this season of The Bachelorette as like the only TV show my brain can kind of handle right now. So that was really, that was a real treat. And as someone who does not watch The Bachelor, I still enjoyed the conversation. Although, Kate, you were really the the leader of this well, conversation. You know, Claire's Claire's season is is kind of a wild ride. So I'm just happy to be on it. Great. And Dory, you know what? There's room for you if you want to buckle up next to me. And <laughs> there's room in Bachelor Nation. <laughs> yeah, there's room for you, Dory. Come on in. It's a big tent. <laughs> we accept all. <laughs> Thank you. I'll consider it. Um, but their podcast is is great for just fans of reality romance TV. So it, we really enjoyed getting to talk to them. So you'll hear that next. All right. We'll be right back. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like, I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events, there's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Hey, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires and just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, "Oh god, like get this off of me." <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it could like, be. 
Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Our guests today are Justine and Natasha, the hosts of the podcast, Two Black Girls, One Rose. We're very excited they're here. Welcome to Forever 35. Thanks for having us. Hello. Um, Before we get started, we would love to read your bio to introduce you to our audience. Um, Justine and Natasha are independent Black podcasters who've created a name for themselves in the very exclusive, famously white space known as Bachelor Nation. They co-host the podcast Two Black Girls, One Rose, quote, where two black-ass girls invade the whitest show on earth, The Bachelor. While there are a multitude of Bachelor Nation podcasts, they are the only woman of color in this space, sharing their colorful commentary and opinions on all things Bachelor, as well as providing a much-needed voice for Bachelor Nation fans from diverse backgrounds. And they launched in 2017 with the premiere of Ari's season, And they have since released recap episodes every week. That is a lot of Bachelor. They have talked to (laughs) Rachel Lindsay, fan favorites like Venmo John and Mike Johnson. They've been interviewed by Reality Steve, who's very famous in the Bachelor world. And they were named one of the top 50 best podcasts to listen to right now by Time Magazine. 
And as of 2019, you can find their podcast exclusively on patreon.com. That is where I listen. And they also cover, you know, Bachelor Nation drama as well as diving into conversations about media representation and social justice. And it's a really wonderful, funny, smart listen about a show that is challenging often to watch. So <laughs> that's that's how we put it, I guess. Yeah. Yep. 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 So we thank you for doing the work. Um <laughs> So, you know, when we when we interview guests on our show, we love to ask them about something they do for self-care in their own lives. Um, and so I'd love to actually ask you each individually, and maybe also I'm curious as friends and business partners, mm-hmm. um, what you individually do as a self-care practice kind of on a regular basis. And also if there's something that you do together that you both kind of consider self-care. Ooh, together. Justine and I love to um, have nights in where we'll watch Lifetime movies together mm-hmm. <laughs> and eat a lot of fatty foods. <laughs> so we watch the Lifetime movie the whole night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just order anything disgusting and <laughs> just sit in front of Lifetime and just crack each other up. Um, and yeah, we try to do that at least once every other month or so i wish we could do it more often um, yeah yeah but it's a good time it's it's great to just kind of get together watch a show not have to recap a show yeah um, exactly yeah just enjoy it for enjoyment's sake <laughs> yeah and uh, why lifetime <laughs> i mean if you if you know if you're in the know on lifetime you know yeah. you know but but for someone who's like oh i wonder why lifetime what's like What's an example of a lifetime show or like the genre that Ooh. tends to catch your eye when you are having these lovely friend dates together? Um, lifetime is probably the worst genre of um, movies to watch. <laughs> it's probably the worst plots. Um, same with Hallmark. Like Hallmark is pretty bad too. Um, and our favorite is probably, I just looked it up actually, killer coach oh yeah good one (laughs) is probably our favorite one Mm -hmm. um and we can watch that unlimited amount of times and roast the same parts and laugh just as hard as we did the first time that we did because it's Mm -hmm. so bad Mm -hmm. killer coach i was also going to mention death of a cheerleader with tori spelling oh that's like a classic Mm -hmm. right oh yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's a classic lifetime which is crazy that those two words go together but (laughs) (laughs) but yeah we love that one we can watch it a million times over and over and just find new parts to laugh at it's um it's just such an easy watch Mm -hmm. and that's what it is really Mm -hmm. can turn off your brain and turn up the laughter (laughs) is is the bachelor itself part of self-care for you or is that is that something entirely is the bachelor entirely separate especially now that it's like mm-hmm. something you do every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For me now it's work for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's work. Even I know sometimes I'll be home and my mom gets excited. Like, Oh, we can watch together. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'll maybe last two minutes with her. And then I'm like, I got to go mom. Cause I have to like pay attention and take notes and yeah. really be locked in. So you know, more, a lot of people watch it as a guilty pleasure for us. It's, you know, it is a little bit of work. Um, 
fun, but I don't know if self-care would be the term. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about how, how you met and then how your, your friendship kind of led you to taking on the bachelor in podcast Mm -hmm. form. Yeah. So Justine and I are both from uh, New Jersey and we went to high school together. We went to a small private all girls school. Um, I don't exactly know how, I can't remember how exactly we met, but um, our initial bond was formed over Laguna beach, our mutual love for Laguna beach and the Hills, which was huge in, in high school for us. Um, we would bring in like the DVDs and together like sit in the student lounge and just like rewatch the episodes. And so that was the, our initial bonding was actually over (laughs) reality television. Mm -hmm. Uh, Strange enough. And yeah, we've been living in New York city. um, Been friends, you know, since high school. Um, We both have very different relationships to the bachelor. So I've grown up, always watching The Bachelor. I remember watching season one um, and have seen the vast majority of the seasons since then. Pretty much watched it as just like a guilty pleasure, just something I've always, it's just like one of the staple shows for me. Um, and Justine, your your relationship's a little different. Yeah, yeah. So I would um, pretty much never watch. I would sometimes catch up if um, there was someone on Dancing with the Stars, because I loved Dancing with the Stars back in high school. Um, and I would watch it then, like the last couple of episodes, just to see who the people were. But otherwise, I had no real relationship to the franchise at all until Rachel Lindsay came came about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we started going over to each other's houses, watching Rachel's season every other week slamming a bottle of wine and talking about it till two in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, we decided to do a podcast about it. We went to a park in Brooklyn and kind of mapped the whole thing out. And then in December started RE season and did the exact same thing we were doing for Rachel, but <laughs> up mics and, and started like editing and doing all that stuff. And yeah, that's yeah, that's the rest is history. The rest is history. And then you've since got on to do in these quarantine times. The Bachelor was doing; they were doing like speed seasons of like many past seasons, and you Mm -hmm. did a bunch of those. Yeah, we did Jason Mesnick season, um, which is on Netflix. So that was like okay, a lot of people can have access and watch that. Um, So that was his. What is that? Two thousand nine. So that was really interesting to look back at. And we also have done Love is Blind. Um, so another huge like reality dating show phenomenon that was happening during, I think, Peter's season of The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when Peter's season ended, we were like, we have to go recap that show because it's amazing and everyone's talking about it. Um, but yeah, it was really interesting to go back and watch Jason Mesnick's season to like dig into the vault of The Bachelor and watch something from... I think it was like 10 years ago. It literally seemed like you're watching a completely different show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I noticed on the most recent episode of Claire Crawley's um, season that's occurring now, Deanna came on, who was a past bachelorette. And it was like, I don't even know what that life was like back. I mean, I've been watching since the first season. Mm. Dory, you've, Dory, you've watched one season? I watched Nick Biles' season. Okay. And then. 
I think I tried. So Rachel was on that mm-hmm. season, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but I didn't watch her Bachelorette season. Um, but you know, bringing up Rachel makes me just want to talk about how, like, how problematic the franchise <laughs> kind of is inherently. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though I don't watch the show, I did listen to an episode of Rachel's podcast that she does with Becca, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. where they where, you know, she she talks about all the racism she experienced and how she felt so like unsupported by the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does seem like now they're sort of taking these like almost like half-hearted belated steps in the right direction. But I, I'm curious, yeah. like what it, what it, like, what do you all think like they're about finally kind of committing to a black bachelor? Mm-hmm. Is it too little too late? Is it just performative? Is it like, okay, we're going to do it. And then they're like, okay, we've done it. And now we don't have to do anything else. Like, what mm-hmm. do you, what do you think is this real change? Oh, mm. uh, wow. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think, sorry, that's like a million questions. <laughs> I think it's the no. definition of performance. When they put him up on that, on Good Morning America and said, here's your new Bachelor, after we didn't even know what was going to happen with Claire, that, like, you know, three days after um, George Floyd was murdered and everything happened and they were getting all this criticism, um, they, like, The Bachelor is a show that's been on for 20-some-odd years. They don't break tradition. So -hmm. for them to break tradition for a publicity stunt over racism. It was just really wild to watch. But I think, mm-hmm. um, and I pointed this out yesterday when Natasha and I were recording, they're actually doing some good steps. I can tell in the editing room when it comes to actually um, portraying the black characters and contestants that are on the show now, because previously the black contestants, you wouldn't really see them or they wouldn't really be spotlighted or they just pick one to be like the favorite. And now Mm. on Claire's season, there are several black men who are getting great time and great editing. Um, So that is actually a step in the right direction. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. It's a very, yeah, it's a complicated, uh, I mean, we both have a very love hate relationship with this franchise. It's, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the franchise historically has like a a track record of deflection and not really giving, you know, meaningful care to diversity. They've, you know, anytime there's been interviews with producers asked to, you know, why is Bachelor Nation so white? Why is the casting so, you know, not diverse? You know, they'd always say things like they don't, ca- you know, black people don't apply for the show or all kinds of other deflective answers. But we know that you know, casting calls are not the only way that they cast people. They actively recruit people via social media. Um, so if they really did care about diversity, they could make it happen. And so mm-hmm. I think what's been kind of problematic with the rollout of Matt James and Tasia and all the, you know, more recent um, steps in the right direction is just the utter lack of acknowledgement of the past. Um, you know, aside from the lack of diversity, they have you know, given platforms to white contestants who have, you know, problematic social media interactions on Rachel Lindsay's season, first black bachelorette, they cast a man named Lee who 
was pretty racist. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. Garrett, um, Garrett from Becca's season, he had a you know a lot of problematic um, behavior on social media. They allowed him like an entire redemption moment on the mm-hmm. after final rose, um, and so it's like those moments that don't go unnoticed by you know viewers of color or just you know anyone who can kind of see through that. And so what we're really like hoping for or, you know, have hoped for now, it kind of seems late is just acknowledgement that that is the history of the franchise. Like that is um, how they've operated for some time. And um, in a very, you know, blatantly white, devoid of meaningful diversity and acknowledgement of the treatment of black contestants within the franchise. Um, And that has never we have still not really gotten that. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, we have to just take Matt James and kind of run with that, I guess. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. Very complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really complicated. And mm-hmm. it also felt like after Rachel's season, there was a little bit of like, well, we're done. Mm-hmm. Like back to, back to white people. Like we did it. And, <laughs> and like it, it it's hard I mean, it, it's it's so interesting, the relationship between viewers and these like pop culture entities and how they decide to actually move forward and change. I mean, I just mm-hmm. it's been fascinating kind of watching their very clunky growth, which feels mm-hmm. way too little too late. But it still is. Mm-hmm. It's like, do you think that there is on the producer side of things? Do you think they are listening to what? fans are actually saying and wanting um i mean time will kind of tell now for the first time ever there is like a spotlight on them people are are wanting to hold them accountable um you know it's no longer you know justine and i have been in this space talking about the lack of diversity but we're two small black podcasters that don't you know we make a dent in our community but do we make a dent in the greater franchise i don't know but now you have their base, you know, legion of, for lack of a better word, black, you know, white women around America, who during this moment in time in America, really care about representation and black lives and are going to be holding, you know, holding them to the fire. And so I think um, we can hopefully expect to see some um, positivity in terms of casting, hopefully behind the scenes, um, people behind the camera, you know, more producers of color or casting directors of color. Um, as Justine mentioned, we already are seeing in Claire's season uh, more positive highlights of the the black male contestants. Um, so yeah, I think I think yeah, we'll they have no choice but to kind of <laughs> show up a little bit better this time. Let's talk about the current Bachelorette season. Uh, we should we should let you know that this interview is going to be airing the day after the election. Ooh. I know no pressure, <laughs> but I do feel like it's, this is the perfect topic to discuss, you know, like the bachelor does often provide us with a bit with a massive escapism in many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so t- to kind of dig into the season with Claire, what are your mm-hmm. thoughts so far? And, and for people who are not bachelor watchers, could you let, let us know, um, who Claire is, why this is kind of uh, an unusual season. Mm-hmm. 
It's, I mean, yesterday's episode alone was, (laughs) (laughs) my boyfriend does not watch The Bachelor and even he couldn't take his eyes off. (laughs) Um, Claire Crawley, she, she's infamous, famous um, from Juan Pablo season. She had a great moment at the end where she kind of read him the business and told him off um, saying he, she would never want him to be the father of her children just for a slew of problematic things he did his whole season and the kind of way he let her down at the end. Um, but Claire, she is the oldest bachelorette. Um, she's 39. Um, she is, you know, after years of, you know, 25 year olds, bachelor and bachelorette, she, you know, is coming in like a breath of fresh air, somebody who like seriously is looking for love, looking for that next step. Um, you know, we want to see a group of guys who are, um, of an age where this can be taken realistically, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. looking for love, um, and marriage and, um, yeah, I don't, there's some spoilers. I don't, can, I guess we can say at this point with, uh, yeah, I mean, spoiler yeah. alert to anyone who's following along, but yes, go for it. Spoiler <laughs> away. Um, so yeah, they filmed Claire's season during, you know, coronavirus in a little quarantine bubble, you know, had a great group of men and 10 days, I believe into filming. We're now in episode three. She has fallen in love with um, a contestant named Dale Moss, um, who was very beautiful, very scrumptious. Yeah. Um, and she is just tunnel vision in love with this man. She has 30 guys still in this house who are trying to get to know her. And she does not give a crap about these dudes. Nope. <laughs> she is fully invested in Dale. And basically what we watched last night was um, her really just out there fully invested in Dale and uh, not giving these other guys the time of day, basically. Yeah, it was the beginning of the end yesterday, for sure. Yes. Yep. <laughs> the beginning of and, the end. And they're bringing a new Bachelorette on to to essentially take over the season. Yes. Yep. They'll be bringing in Tasia Adams, yeah. who mm-hmm. we love. She is a woman of color. Um, she has been, in, in our opinion, passed up twice as Bachelorette. Yeah. She's definitely a fan favorite. She is what anyone would say would be the perfect, you know, option candidate for a bachelorette. Um, but they they chose Hannah B. Um, they chose Claire, and then now Tasia's finally getting her chance, and she's going to come in and save the season after this <laughs> complete. Can I can I ask a very basic uh, bachelorette question <laughs> yes. for those of us who are not? obsessive fans of the franchise um can you be a bachelorette without having been on the bachelor or is it or is that a prerequisite for appearing as the bachelorette Ooh, yeah it's a prerequisite except matt james has now uh come out uh, outside of that (laughs) so for a number of years for at least the last 10 seasons or so it's always been someone who's a fan favorite from the season before so mm-hmm. you know, everyone in Bachelor Nation already knows them, loves them. They come in with a fan base. Um, Matt James, though, is someone kind of outside of the franchise. He's best friends with Tyler C., who is very popular from the franchise, but he himself has never been on The Bachelorette. So he'll I be see. the first in years. So yeah. it all kind of like 
self-perpetuate. So the the men who are on The Bachelorette then become The Bachelor, the Mm -hmm. women on The Bachelor then become The Bachelorette, and it all just kind of... Mm -hmm. And yes, then they, they also yep. meet every summer for Bachelor in Paradise, all the kind of like yep. general pool of past mm-hmm. contestants, yep. even if you were on just one episode, mm-hmm. can be on Bachelor in Paradise, which is the real Bachelor in Paradise is like the real cream <laughs> of the crop. Like that's where, oh, yeah. that's where the fun is, Dory. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good time. <laughs> I'm going to get you there, Dory. We did want to ask you um, about, you know, we asked most of our guests about any skincare products that they love or makeup products that they love. And you do lifestyle episodes of your show. So mm-hmm. I did want to ask, do you have a skincare routine that you love or products that you love that you would share with our audience? Oh, my God. This is the best question ever. <laughs> Justine's living right now. <laughs> I love this. Not only do I have a skincare routine, but I also created Natasha's. <laughs> Yeah. you did yes. that's like true friendship you created her skincare routine we're very opposite me and tosh we're real real opposite and i'm really yeah. into skincare and makeup she's really into hair mm-hmm. um, um and helped me with hair stuff and i help her with the skincare stuff um mm-hmm. but my skincare actually now i know you guys are on the west coast we're on the east coast it's starting to get colder here and i just started on um some new medications my skin is freaking out so I used to have oily skin. Now I have more drier skin and the Sephora sale starts on Friday. Oh, hello. So I have some things I'll be picking up. The Dermalogica multi-active toner I have my eye on. Um, some Kiehl's I have my eye on as well. Um, and Youth to the People. Those are, Youth to the People is one of my favorite brands for sure. We love that brand too. Yeah, they're so great. Mm-hmm. It's a nice like small business clean clean beauty brand. All their stuff is so nice. Another one is Clur. Clur is a black owned beauty brand. Have to plug them. Oh Oh my God. Don't even. I I love, I'm so crazy obsessed with their um, gentle matter face wash. What did you give for Natasha's skincare routine? Like how did you give a person who was, did not, and and Natasha, I don't want to like speak for you. I'm sorry. Um, but I was assuming you did not have a skincare routine really prior and this was yeah, no. the first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm very much opposite from Justine. Super low maintenance. Um, I have very dry skin and so struggle to find like a good cleanser, struggle to find a good moisturizer that doesn't dry me out or doesn't you know moisturize me enough. Um, Justine recently suggested to me Glossier, their milky jelly cleanser that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also, for my cream, for a while now, I've been using Belief, um, Belief's moisturizing balm, which is one of the few moisturizers that has been working for me um, to keep my skin nice and moisturized and not, you know, ashy. flaky. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that's been like my two go-to things. Um, yeah. Am I missing anything, Justine? I'm sure. I would say, are you still keeping up with the ordinary, uh, BHA, AHA, the peel? Yes, I do use that peel, that bloody little sheep's blood serum. thing. (laughs) (laughs) That freaks my boyfriend out every time I walk out the bathroom. Um, but yes, I've been using that as well. Every every like three days or so yes Mm -hmm. i don't know what that what is that like a um exfoliant 
What? You've never heard of it? I mean, I've heard of the ordinary, but I don't think I've heard of the serum. Have you, Dory? No. It's a te- not a serum. I don't correct me if I'm using the right ter- wrong terms. It's an exfoliating facial, 10-minute exfoliating oh. facial that I'm looking at. It says pH 3.6. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've been using that. Nice, gentle, makes my skin feel very bright and refreshed afterwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that came courtesy of Justine. I would have never in my life even known what that was or how to <laughs> apply that to my face. <laughs> Ooh, now I feel like I have to get it. Yeah, it's a good one. You get, you just can't have it on a wet face and you can't leave it on for more than 10 minutes or your face will burn. Like I've burned mm-hmm. off. <laughs> like my <problem>. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No um, you mentioned hair as well. And I was listening to one of your lifestyle episodes on your Patreon, mm-hmm. uh, when which you both speak about your journey with natural hair. And um, you had a beautiful quote, which um, I believe you said was Tracy Ellis Ross. I had not heard it before. But she said self love her self love journey is parallel with her hair journey. And I was wondering if you could speak to your own experience with your own hair journeys and transitioning to natural hair yeah so yeah I I so wholeheartedly believe in that quote I put a relaxer in my hair when I was eight years old and pretty much through the age of 23 is when I started my natural journey I just honestly didn't know my natural hair texture it had always been chemicalized it's always been under a wig or a weave Um, and so in journeying towards getting to know your natural hair and your actual hair pattern, you're seeing yourself with hair that you don't even really recognize yourself with. You're seeing yourself with hair that um, according to beauty standards, isn't beautiful, isn't kept, you know, well-kept. You're seeing yourself with hair that kind of scares you a little bit because you don't really know what to do with it yet. You don't know the products um, to use or even just seeing yourself with hair that, you know, big and unruly And so um, I started transitioning to natural hair after many years of relaxers and many, many years of wearing wigs. Um, I started transitioning about seven, six, seven years ago. Um, And it was a journey to really accepting myself. And um, my mom always said growing up, your hair is your beauty. If your hair doesn't look good, you don't feel good, you don't look good. Um, and that's kind of hard pill to swallow when you're looking at yourself with hair that you don't (laughs) really recognize yourself with. Mm -hmm. Um, and you're trying to accept yourself as beautiful with hair that society doesn't really ever show or doesn't really show in a way of beauty. Um, and so, yeah, being on this hair journey and I'm, I mean, I've been natural now seven years, um, but just getting to understand my curl pattern, getting to find products that work for me. Um, you know, really being steeped in the YouTube natural hair uh, community. There's girls on there for years showing us, you know, this is possible. You can take care of your own hair, um, showing you the right products and hairstyles to use. It's really been a journey of, yeah, getting to love myself, getting to look in the mirror and see myself in my most natural, beautiful form um, and accepting it as, you know, just honest beauty. And so, yeah, that, that quote is definitely, definitely hits home. Mm -hmm. I know you shared these on your episode of your own podcast, but do you have any favorite products, favorite hair products that you want to shout out? Ooh, um, I, yeah, I just started using a new 
um, leave-in conditioner called from Shea Moisture. It's for low porosity hair. Um, it's their, I think it's just Shea Moisture Low Porosity Leave-In, something like that. Um, it makes my hair, literally, my sister said, it makes it feel like a cloud. So yeah. fluffy <laughs> and really, really soft, um, really, really moisturizing. Um, so that's been like my staple for the past, maybe just like two months or so I started using it. Um, and then another, um, product I love is called as I am, and it's their double butter cream. I think it's called, um, also super packed with all kinds of butters and oils and, just really makes your hair so soft and so moisturized. I don't have to re-moisturize my hair every night. I can go a couple of days without doing it um, because it really just locks it in. And so those are like my two big staples that I'm like obsessed with of recent. <laughs> I'd say I stick with like whole brands. Like I stick with whole brand lines and I do a big commitment. I think because I'm a, just a beauty girl and I just started going natural. I just went natural in January. Um, and so, uh, there's a brand called the do D O U X that has saved my life. They do amazing, amazing, um, products for natural hair, really great for anti-humidity. And then also way, I feel like you guys absolutely know. Yeah. Whey. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. they have some really great products as well. Their detox shampoo and their shampoo and conditioner is really, really great. So, yeah. Well, this has been a real freaking treat to get to have you on the show today. Yeah. Thank you so much. So fun. Thanks for having us. So, so um, fun conversation. Mm-hmm. And for any listeners who want to hear your podcast, where where can they find you both in the podcasting space and also online? Because I have to say your Instagram is a must follow. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, we put out mini episodes, teasers every Thursday for free on iTunes and all podcast platforms. Um, But if you want access to our full episodes that we drop every week, definitely join us on Patreon. Um, Our Patreon is patreon.com slash the number two black girls, the number one rose. Um, And you can find all of our old season recaps, Ari, Becca, Colton, all the Bachelor in Paradise, um, all still available full form on iTunes and all platforms. Um, our socials. Yeah. Our Instagram is the number two black girls, the number one rose. And our Twitter is the number two BLK, the number one rose. Um, for Twitter, it's a great time. Natasha always says it's an enhanced viewing experience. It feels like you're sitting down with both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do live tweeting every Tuesday and then on Instagram, you can see our lovely faces, memes, tweets of the week, all that is up on our Instagram. It's a good time. Yep. Awesome. Well, Justine and Tasha, thank you so much. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. 
Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm-hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm-hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. And please support our show and tell them we sent you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Well, I will say that the interview... It, it did it did make me more interested in watching The Bachelorette. Whereas before I would say my interest was at like a two. It's now at like a four. Well, I will say one thing I actually really love is that there are a lot of podcasts that you can kind of follow along with mm. when you watch for like more critical thinking about like f- like one thing I really love about Two Black Girls, One Rose is that it's re- they're hilarious and also really smart in their analysis of the show. So mm-hmm. it kind of adds some depth to to watching it. So I invite you, know, Kate, you again, Dory, back to I, the you nation. Know, I, I've noticed in the mm-hmm. last month or two, we've now had two Bachelor podcasters. <laughs> no, I, that was not on this podcast. That was not intentional. Hmm. So you say? Listen, <gasps> what if what if I just secretly try to make this into a Bachelor podcast? Yeah. And like, I had no idea. <laughs> it's like, today we're interviewing Chris Harrison, host of The Bachelor. And you're like, hmm, this would be a good mystery for you to solve, Dory. <laughs> this would be a perfect mystery. I'll just get out my uh, detective cap. <laughs> Why does Kate keep inviting Bachelor contestants onto our show? Is Kate trying to be on The Bachelor? Oh my God, can you imagine? <laughs> They definitely would not want you to cut your hair. 
No, I would have to have like beachy ringlets. Yeah, you, they'd actually want you to like put extensions in. Mm-hmm. They would, they would, which I would <laughs> refuse. Uh, I was actually thinking lately it would be fun to get extensions again. I had that thought also be- because not to tie this to the Bachelorette, but I follow like the preferred extension hairstylist of Bachelorette contestant or Bachelor contestants. Wow, she does yes, like massive, long, like just ridiculous beachy wave extensions, and I was like, this could be a fun. Uh, thing to do but again uh, well because i you know i haven't had long hair in so long i had extensions before but when i had my hair shorter just sort of give it some volume but i was like what if i just got like long ass extensions (laughs) again you know we should clarify you and i have not seen each other in person now since march 2020 and it would really make me chuckle if we find we like we've been trying to coordinate a, a, a safe get together. But like if you rolled in with like hair to your butt, like flow a flowing mane. Oh my god! I'm like oh, Dory, you look like, this is me. <laughs> I finally feel like myself. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, Dory, we've got some intentions to roll out for this week. We do. We do. Last week you were. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go. I was just going to say last week you were you were workusing, workusing. Wow, workusing. You were working on focusing while writing, or as I like to call, work workusing. <laughs> um, you know, I did. I did use. I did turn freedom on mostly when I wrote, and it does. You know, it does help. It helps to have that freedom on. But again, as I mentioned before, I also, in addition to having freedom on, I also need to like put my phone out of sight. Yeah. To just not be tempted to check it. So, but yeah, yeah, I think it went, I think it went okay. Um, And then this week, again, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we were recording this a few days before the election. And I'm just trying to not like, I'm trying to control the things I can control essentially and not like pre-worry about what might happen on election day, right after election day. Just try to like take things as they come. Yeah, exactly. How about you? How did, how did pausing before you reacted to your kids go? You know what? It actually went really well. Um, And I have really tried to kind of like slow my reactions and also like, do a little bit of a better job really thinking through before I react to them. I just find myself like taking out a lot of my frustration and stress through my interactions with them. And mm. it really, I, I think I did a, I think I did a solid job parenting this week. I feel that's really good. Great. About it. Yeah. It, it's, we've had like a lot of positive moments and that's been really nice. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Well, you know, the, the work continues. I'm going to keep going on it, but it's been a nice it's been a nice week. Good. All things considered, you know. And this week, I um you know, as we head into this election and kind of what comes next, what I'm committing to doing this week is um a piece of social justice work because one thing I I want to really take into consideration personally is that if the election goes the way I want it to, it does not mean that the work for change is over. It truly just means for me, it's just beginning. So 
I want to remind myself that no matter the outcome, I'm committed to doing work to make change in our country. So I have been, I've been doing a lot of texting this week, text banking, Mm -hmm. which has been really rewarding, but that, you know, there's, that's going to not be happening once the presidential election is done. Although I'm doing it in, in Michigan. Someone just wrote me that they're going to sue me for texting them, but you know, (gasps) they can't, they can't do that. (laughs) Uh, So I, I need to kind of uh, figure out what that's going to be, but that's something I'm really committed to. So I'm, I'm furthering my commitment by stating it publicly. Well, you know, as we discussed when we talked to the women from the um, vote.org podcast, like there's no such thing as the off cycle anymore. Yes, Dory, they're right. There is no there is no downtime. There is no off season like. The focus continues. Yes. Mm. And, you know, we truly. I don't know. I don't even know what to say post-election, but um, I think we are, we know that this is incredibly stressful time and a scary time and we are, um, I don't know, we are, we are here. We're experiencing it too and we are, we're here. All right, everyone. Well, Forever 35 is hosted and produced by me, Dory Freer. Mm-hmm. Me and you, Kate Spencer. Hello. And produced and edited by Sammy Junio. And Sam Reed is our project manager. And our network partner is Acast. And we will talk to you all in a few days. Bye. Bye.